Hello, welcome. You are listening to Press Pause on freshair.radio, a show where every week I invite you to sit down, slow down, press pause on your day and your busy life, and reflect with me. Along with some fitting tunes, every week I will be speaking on one thought, feeling, or emotion that I've been experiencing recently, and hoping that we can both get something out of this. So sit down, slow down, and press pause with me. Welcome to this week's episode of Press Pause. I'm your host, Anna Vanderpool. This week I'm speaking on failing and grind culture. Before I get into that, I am so hyped for this new intro song. So I phoned my sister two weeks ago, telling her all about Press Pause and telling her that I want a little intro jig. My sister is so musically talented. She's just, she's amazing. She's breathtaking. And I, it was a, it was a, it was a loose assignment. It was a tricky assignment, but I knew that she could pull through and oh my God, did she pull through? Wow. It's just any music that my sister makes is just like, you know that goosebumps feeling that you get, but I just like, I automatically cry. I mean, I automatically cry at a lot of things, but just the music that my sister makes is just hits it different. It hits different. Um, wow. Huge, huge, huge shout out to my sister Becky for writing this for me. Thank you so much for taking the time. I appreciate you. I love you. In case you want to experience some more of my sister's music, which you really, really should, her Instagram handle is BrechiaVDP, so that's B-R-E-C-H-J-E-V-D-P. She is so talented. She will blow your mind. Anyways, thank you again, Brechia. So in case you missed it, which if you did, you should go back to the archives and listen. But in the last two weeks, I've spoken on um, reflecting and journaling in the first week. And I spoke on friendship last week, which essentially means that for the last two weeks, I've spoken on two things that I'm quite good at. Um, This week, I'm speaking on something that I'm not very good at and that I am in constant flux with and in constant conflict with myself about and really really always trying to grow and evolve in but for me this is a big big struggle um we are going into week six of university um the week that this is coming out will be week six of university which means we are mm, (laughs) halfway through the semester which is really crazy for so many, so many reasons. Um, But it is around this time that deadlines start to happen, right? And because I'm in my fourth year of university, um, deadlines continually feel more and more serious and more and more scary. So it's a really stressful time, um, which means that I want to speak on grind culture and failing, because for me, these two things are really intertwined with university and really intertwined with stressful periods in university when I want to be doing my best. 
there is a lot that I want to say on this topic and I'm afraid that this week might be a little bit all over the place. So please bear with me on that. I would say that for myself, it is not too much of a stretch to say that I always somewhat feel like I'm failing in a certain aspect of my life. Sometimes this feeling is more prominent and um, it stretches to just about everything that I'm doing. Um, It's brought out by my depression and therefore by my anxiety, um, which does this thing to my brain where I convince myself that I'm doing horribly at everything that I'm doing and that I'm failing at everything that I'm doing. Um, But when I'm well, um, it does still come out it is still there um I am always consciously making an effort to point out to myself that I'm not failing I'm gonna read out to you the three definitions of failure that the dictionary gives me first a lack of success second the neglect or omission of expected or required action and third the action or state of not functioning Um, I would say that my feeling of failure, um, corresponds the most to that first definition. So the lack of success. I associate failing with, um, not doing well enough or not doing, doing enough full stop. Um, which means that for me, failure is inadvertently tied to how much I'm doing, what I am doing, um, which is why I've brought grind culture into this episode as two things that I'm speaking along on alongside one another um, that I think are deeply intertwined. Now, I would say that I've never experienced true failure at any point in my life. Um, I'm 21 and I'm at one of the best universities in the world, um, which is exactly the university I wanted to go to for exactly what I wanted to study. Um, I have a really amazing group of people around me, as I touched on last week. Um, I've been to a lot of places. I've seen a lot of things. I've never failed an exam. Um, so I keep re-recording this section because I'm just, I, I don't know, I'm struggling to voice what I'm trying to say um in terms of those things of failure that I have in my brain when I think about them without my emotional connection of things such as losing a job losing a house losing a big relationship um any of these kind of things I've never experienced so in terms of like true failure and none of those things I would even call failure um I've never, never experienced that. And still, I constantly feel like I'm failing. Of course, I have failed at things in my life. I have auditioned for things that I haven't gotten into. Um, I didn't get a high enough grade to get to the University of Edinburgh, actually, and then um, had to wait for them to still let me in. for eight weeks over um, the summer when I graduated. Um, I've been turned down for jobs. I have experienced a big breakup. Um, So there are things that you or I, (laughs) better said, could label as failures in my life and um, have labeled as failures in my life. 
But when I think of myself as failing, I don't think of any specific thing. I don't think of that job that I really, really wanted or that time where I got a lower grade on an essay that I wanted. Um, For me, it's just a general overriding feeling that I have. And it's something that I don't speak on very often because it's something that um, is so constant and in the background for me that... um, It doesn't really rise to enough prominence for me to speak on it. Um, But it's also something that I really, um, I don't necessarily like about myself. It's not a very positive emotion that I experience. It's something that I really try and work on and consciously work through and try and get rid of ultimately. Like I said, my experience of feeling like I'm failing comes from a place where I always think that I can be doing more or doing better. Um, And that in practice, that looks like a week where I have done all the things that I've done. I get to the end of the week and I think I only gymmed three times and I ultimately wanted to gym five times. Or I only saw three of my friends and there's another five that I've really been wanting to see for a really long time and still haven't gotten to or I managed to read x amount of books but didn't spend enough time on my university things or vice versa so it comes from this place of like it's never enough it's never good enough Going back to what I was discussing last week in regards to how important my friendships are to me, the main realm where I experience this is friendships or at least my social relationships because that, as I said, is what's most important to me. So that when I'm unwell is what I will feel as though I'm failing in the most. Um, I feel as though I'm not there enough for my friends, as if I'm not good enough. I'll worry that I haven't reached out in a while, that I haven't seen so-and-so in too many days um, that I might not know what's going on in someone else's life. Um, When I'm really unwell, it means that I step away from social interactions and I question whether I was engaged enough, whether I asked that person enough about themselves, whether I spoke about myself too much. Um, And I've dealt with this for long enough that I know that... um, There might be times where that happens, but most of the time it's my anxiety tricking me into thinking that I am failing within these interactions and failing within my friendships. And ultimately my brain does the same to me um, just in general about the week. I, like I said, I get to the end of the week and I can focus only on all of the things that I didn't do rather than all of the things that I did do and then feel as though I failed because of the X amount of things that I didn't get to. And this is such a flaw for me. You know, it's something that tortures me so, so, so much. So many good things have come from the fact that I push myself so hard and that I am quite harsh on myself and that I always strive for the best. But as you can hear, um, there's a lot of really negative things that come from that as well because always striving for the best means that if I fall a little below that or even if I don't even fall below that, I feel like I'm not doing my best. And this extends so far into my life that there are not very many things at all where I ever feel like I've been truly, truly successful, whether it is a performance or an essay or an internship 
I always feel as though I could have performed better, as though I could have done better. Um, like I'm not giving it my all or giving it my best quality. Which essentially means that I'm constantly tearing myself down. Um, and I have to really, really, really consciously stop myself from doing this. I literally have to sit myself down, pull out my journal, write down all of the things that I have achieved that week, that I have done that week, and remind myself mechanically, step by step, of all of the things that I've done and how well I've done them. Um, and this is one of those things where I put into practice speaking to myself in the same way that I would speak to a friend. Because the way that my brain speaks to myself when I think that I'm failing is a way that I would never, never, never speak to someone else, you know? So I set myself down and I'm like, okay, what would I say to a friend if they'd be sitting in front of me right now saying, I did this, 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 and this this week, but I didn't do this, this, and this, and this, and I still didn't reach as high as I want to, and I feel as though I'm failing. And I think, okay, what would I say to this person? And that is literally how I work through it and how I have to go through it. Um, but that is something that I'm always still developing. It's something, as I said from the way beginning, I am really not very good at and I'm constantly still struggling with. It's interesting to think about where this comes from. Um, because for me, it really, really just comes from within and comes from the person I am. Um... I did go to a school and grew up in a community where it is expected that you will push your hardest and try your best. I went to one of the top international schools in the world where it is very normal to get really high grades, to be doing a bunch of extracurriculars where very little people go to take a gap year or don't go to university and where the majority ends up at the Russell Group universities or Ivy Leagues. Um, which means that your surroundings is pushing you and you're pushing you. I never even considered not going to university because that's something that just really, really wasn't done where I grew up. Um, but then at the same time, that was and still always is counterbalanced by um, two amazing, wonderful, loving parents who don't expect certain things of me and never push me to get really high grades and never push me to go to such a prestigious university um, and who have always found it more important that each of us pursue what we love and pursue what we care about and that each of us are happy rather than that each of us are um, being successful in this kind of like... Um, productive, high-aiming, um, economic, capitalistic kind of sense. So truly the pressure that I've always put on myself um, and the way that I always feel as though I'm failing and not doing enough really, really comes from within, which in a way is um, good because it means that there's no one in my life um, and nobody around me who is having a negative influence on me um it also means that it's something within myself that I can tackle and try and work on at the same time it's not so good because it's such an inherent part of myself and um I really really struggle tackling it so a big place of where this inadvertently comes from for me is that I'm always struggling against um time that there's just not enough time to do all of the things that I want to do 
and when I don't make use of every single minute of every single day, I feel like I've failed. Um, and because there is so little time and so much to do, I end up overwhelming myself because it means that I do grasp every single second and every moment that I'm not in motion, I feel like I'm not doing enough. Um, it's taken me quite a while to get to a place where now, um, I do schedule in me time and slowing down time and calming down time um, and valuing that as something that is productive towards my wellness, my mental health, improving my week in general, even if it is not something that um, directly relates to improving my grades, improving how much I'm squatting, improving my friendships. Um, Everything, of course, that improves how you feel will inadvertently improve everything else um, in your life. So that brings me to speaking on time and productivity and how those two things are bound up with grind culture. But before I do that, I'm going to play you a song. This is Jacob Banks with Slow Up. the ocean how to dance and rejoice in the motion let the sun have its moment the moon will come what I've learned from a soldier every man is a son to a daughter and we only remember when we see the blood don't grow up on me keep that backstroke in your afro don't you grow up on me slow up homie don't you grow up on me keep it og sip it slowly don't you grow up on me Slow up on me Don't you show off on me Don't you grow up on me Show off on me What I've learned from a traveler There's no road can lead to nirvana there's a world to discover but home is love mm. what i've learned from a mirror look too hard and you find you a stranger love is just a decision the choice is yours Don't grow up on me Keep that backstroke in your afro Don't you grow up on me Slow up on me 
Don't you grow up on me. Keep it OG, sip it slowly. Don't you grow up on me. Slow up on me. Don't you show up on me. Don't you grow up on me. Slow up on me. Don't you grow up on me. listening to press pause on freshair.radio that track is so so beautiful for so many reasons um but mainly i just love the message behind it um the reminder to slow down to not get ahead of yourself particularly in regards to growing up and trying to move and become someone and grind um yeah i got the line where it's like um, in the way beginning, what the what the waves has taught have taught him how to dance and rejoice with emotion. Let the sun have the moment; the moon will come. It's so, oh, so beautiful to me. So, I wanted to speak on how failure is inadvertently tied up with how we see productivity and um, how that ties up with grind culture. So what I define grind culture as is this idea of um, that you should constantly be on your grind, that you should constantly be working at something and doing at something, whether that's like being on your grind towards your degree, um, towards the hobbies that you do on the side, towards your passion project, um, towards your career that there is something that you're always, always grinding on. And I think that it extends into a culture because we live in a society that um, 
defines our productivity um, with our self-worth and defines productivity as positive and something that you should be constantly striving for. Um, I felt this a lot at school coming from the society that I came from. I feel this a lot at university as well and it makes sense in the type of university that I go to and therefore the types of people that I'm surrounded by. The grind is really important because most of these people are trying to get somewhere. They're trying to career build. They're trying to get to success. And that image of success um, can be equated with money, can be equated with um, power, can be equated with the dream career. Um, but it means that a grind is necessary. And so that means that we get to this place where we um, romanticize and valorize being busy. Um, where anyone who's constantly on the run and constantly doing things and has a million things in motion are people that we admire. Um, at least I do. In a lot of these things, I'm, of course, speaking to myself and speaking for myself. Um, and that is how I look at it. Um, anyone who is running around all of the time, people that I see that have just come from something and are off to something else, have three things going at once. Um, I see them as busy. I respect that. And I see that as success because it's the standard that I hold myself to. When I have a million things going on, I feel good about myself. I feel like I'm doing something. I feel like I'm grinding. Um, and so we're put in this cycle where you are expected to be in constant motion um, if you want to be successful. And I feel as though that expresses itself um, on multiple levels and in multiple different ways, whether that means that being on your own in an evening or doing nothing on an evening suddenly feels strange or not spending the entire day in the library or the entire day studying or for that matter, the entire week studying also feels strange. We're suddenly in a culture and in a generation where you should be trying to get internships from the age of 18, from the moment that you can, any moment that you do have free. We have these insanely long summer holidays at university. Like ours span usually three, three months, three and a half months, something like this. And you get the feeling as though you need to ram those three months with every little bit of work and productivity and things on the side that you can. And that also speaks into how lockdowns and this whole pandemic has um, been looked at and experienced because suddenly we were all forced to stop and we weren't able to do things anymore. And for a lot of us, once university ended in... Um, April, May, June time for whenever your exams were done. It meant that any kind of plans you would have had in terms of traveling, work, internship, or any kind of experience were canceled. And suddenly we're left with all this free time that I, for one, am not used to. I'm used to filling every minute of everything. And lockdown therefore gave me suddenly this beautiful amount of time but terrifying amount of time to slow down and stop but I don't really know who I am when I slow down and stop I only know myself in the context of always running around always doing something always having to 
cut things short by an hour because I have to run off to the next thing or always thinking I need to go to bed because I need to get up for whatever I need to do tomorrow. Um, I don't really know what I'm like when I'm doing nothing for weeks on weeks on weeks because that's not what I'm like and it's not what our society is like at the moment. And that's a huge, huge amount of pressure to have, you know. I, of course, I can't speak on the experience of previous generations, but I feel like this generation is so insanely focused on the next step, on grinding towards that career, getting that postgraduate job, getting into that master's, getting that internship, whatever it is, we're so insanely focused on it, you know. I... I don't really know anyone who doesn't think that way and isn't worried about those things. Being busy all of the time has suddenly changed from um, an engagement or an activity to an emotional state, to a state of being. Like, think through the last time that you texted someone or asked how they were doing or what they've been doing recently and they didn't say busy as like, that should be capturing what they've been doing, how they've been feeling, and how the last couple of weeks have been for them. Um, you can you can barely blame anyone for that. You know, we're products of a system that make us really busy and that make us feel as though we should be really busy. But let this serve as a reminder, both for myself and for whoever is listening, that being busy doesn't make you successful. And not being busy doesn't make you unsuccessful. Those two things are not directly correlated. When I was um, thinking about this as um, my topic for today, I was thinking a lot about, I was wondering a lot about whether the people around me experience this as well. Because as I said, it's not something that I tend to speak on too much. But I know that my closest friends do speak to me about their failures, whether that's, um, or their perceived failures, whether that's not getting the things that they were aiming for, grades, jobs, um, failures in love life or, or, um, relationships. Um, but I'm not really sure to what extent how I feel about it is common or, um, shared. So, like I did last week, um, I've done some re field research amongst my close friends on my Instagram. On the one hand, I wanted to open this up to my larger followers. On the other one, other, one more time. On the other hand, keeping it to just my close friends is also such a nice way for me to pose these questions to people that um, are very important and close to me, but that I don't necessarily have these kind of direct conversations with. Um, so it's actually a really, really nice way to gain insight into how my friends think and feel. Um, yeah. So one of the things that I asked my friends was, for the majority of the time, do you feel like you're succeeding or failing? And there were only two options. I mean, Instagram really only gives you two options on a poll, which is a shame, but simplifies things. And for the result of this, 11 people voted for succeeding and 12 people voted for failing, um, which is a 48% to 52% failing. Um, 
which is really really close that's a difference of one person which to me was really really encouraging I'd actually expected that the majority would be saying failing and it's I'm <laughs> this comes back to the fact that it's so nice that I'm asking my closest friends. Um, it's so nice to see that people are happy with what they're doing and feel as though they're succeeding. I wonder for most of my friends whether this is a general feeling of um, failure in the way that I experience it, or whether it's just that there's been a lot of things that an individual has tried and not necessarily um, succeeded at or done as well as they have wanted to. Um, and for the people that voted um, that for the most of the time they feel like they are succeeding, I wonder whether that, um, what the details of that are. Um, yeah, if you want to text me and tell me what the answers are, I'd love that. Um, but also, if you answered failing, or if you answered succeeding, I'd really encourage you to think through what the things are in your life that make you feel as though you succeed and make you feel as though you fail. Um, if those things are external factors that are negatively impacting you, if you have a job that constantly makes you feel like you're failing, quit it. Or similarly, if you have a job that makes you feel like you're really succeeding and really good at it, that's amazing. Really interrogate the things in your life and what they make you feel and why they make you feel that. Going on from that, I then asked my close friends um, whether they feel like they have much free time, to which the answer was 43% yes and 57% no. Um, 10 to 13 votes. Um, this was interesting. There was actually no real correlation between um, people saying as the people saying that they feel like they fail and then feeling as if they don't have a lot of time or people saying that they fail or and then saying that they do have a lot of time. Though at first when I thought that there might be a correlation because how I experience it is I don't have enough time for things and so I feel like I'm failing. Um, now that I'm saying this on air, I'm realizing that of course for a lot of people you could feel like you have a lot of time and you're not making the most of that time and therefore you feel as though you are failing or you make a lot of free time for yourself and therefore you feel successful. Um, so really that was just kind of maybe a flawed um thought process on my end or just a thought process where I was projecting how I experience free time and how that connects to um, my feelings of failure. Before I chat through some of my other results, I'm going to play you another song. This is one of my favourites. This is Godspeed by Frank Ocean.
have a prayer for you Just a sweet word The table is prepared for you Wishing you Godspeed, glory. There will be mountains you won't move. Still, I'll always be there for you. How I do. I let go of my claim on you. It's a free world You look down on where you came from Sometimes But you'll have this place to call on Always That song is straight musical genius. Um, that entire album. I fluctuate constantly um, on deciding whether Channel Orange or whether Blonde is better. But I think just anything and everything that comes out of Frank Ocean's mouth, we listen. Um, what I really love about that song is that feeling of like the safety net there's someone always catching you. I think that's what Frank Ocean is is saying. I don't know who he's saying it to, but I think it's what he's saying. Um, particularly moments where he says, there'll be mountains you won't move, but I'll always be there for you. Um, to anyone and everyone out there who feels sometimes or all the time as though they aren't doing enough, as though they're failing, um, there will be mountains that you won't move. Um, but people will always be there for you. Um, and that's the way of life. Which does bring me on to some of the things that I wanted to touch on in terms of failure. Because regardless of how much the emotion um, experience, the emotion um, features in your life in the way that it perhaps does in mine or in the way that it perhaps doesn't at all, um, the experience certainly will. Failing, unfortunately, is just one of those inevitable parts of life. There will be times where you will be successful and there will be times that you won't. Um, especially in this phase of our lives, I think all of us are 
really, really bracing ourselves for the potential failures that are to come in terms of graduating university, trying to get into masters, trying to move somewhere, find places to live, find new jobs, find new friends. Um, it's a really scary new time of potential failures um, that maybe you haven't experienced in a while. Maybe the last time that you did put yourself out there to potentially experience that was three years ago when you applied to university. Um, so that is, that's um, it's a scary prospect, but it's something that we have to face because failing is such an inevitable part of life. And so I want to remind you that failing is so normal. It's so okay. It's so acceptable. Um, which I wanted to touch on the fact that um, other people's failures is something that you don't tend to see. Um, I do a lot of comparing myself to others, particularly more so others on the internet and on my social media rather than my direct peers or friends. For my friends, I tend to feel um, just general, real support, um, empathy and love. You know, I can really celebrate my friends' successes without applying them to my own at all. But I have a much, much harder time with that when it's someone who's maybe an acquaintance or someone that I've met a couple times or just people in general that I see on the internet being really, really successful. Um, I end up stressing about all of these things that I see someone else do on their social media and I'm thinking oh my god why haven't I traveled there or why haven't I self-published a collection of poetry or why didn't I get this that and that internship or job experience um and I have to constantly sit down and remind myself that there's a lot of things that I'm doing that this other person probably isn't uh, that they have limited amount of time as well and that they are choosing to put their time in one thing and so when they seem really really successful when that model that you follow is so gorgeous and has such great outfits and that gym influencer that you love to watch videos of is so fit and so strong remind yourself that that is what they put their time into and so that is what they're aiming to succeed in you know and meanwhile you're aiming to succeed in a million other things and putting your time into those when I polled my close friends about whether they compare themselves to the activities slash successes of their peers, 81% um, said yes and 19% said no. So that was 21 votes for yes and 5 votes for no. Um, I do realize here that I phrased it peers, which I do think most people will have taken to mean. Um, friends and I think comparing doesn't necessarily connotate negativity you know it can just mean um you look at what they do and you look at what you do in comparison and nothing negative has to come of that but what I wanted to get from this poll is the idea that it is so normal to you know be consciously thinking through what someone else is doing and what you are doing and how those two things compare and that can be a really really healthy thing it can be so so good to push each other to take someone else as, a, as an example and to want to follow that but remind yourself that um 
you know, you can't really ever fully compare yourself to someone else and there's no point. And that person is probably sat comparing themselves to you um, and feeling bad about it. And that comparison thing also goes back to the fact that we really only see people's successes and their good moments. And that applies much more to people that you might not intimately know or people on social media. But nobody ever flaunts the fact that it took them a million tries to um, get into a certain university or a million tries to get the job that they wanted, you know. And when failure is spoken about, it's spoken about in hindsight. It's spoken about these are the steps that I took and now here I am at the head of this empire. And those failures are kind of like they're discounted because of the success that was eventually achieved but but you have to realize that everyone who has achieved success has also experienced failures and so when you do it's so normal because I then also asked my friends whether other people's success makes them feel good or bad about themselves and while 42% voted for good, 58% voted for bad. So that does go to show that the average person compares negatively. And um, it is also this image, I think, that we have a success of like, that there's only a limited amount to go around and that somehow when someone else has succeeded something, it somehow means that you won't. I definitely have that in regards to creative fields. Um, but the reality is that someone's success or someone's failure really says nothing about yours. Nothing at all. Um, before moving into some general tips, um, I'm going to play one more song. Uh, this is We Find Love by Daniel Caesar. Enjoy. Someone 
That was We Find Love by Daniel Caesar. Um, I love the message behind that song. It's a love song, of course, but I think it applies to so many things. We find love, we get up, we fall down, we give up. This reminder that it's cyclical and that there will be good times, that the sun will come out again. Um, that is one of the things that I wanted to mention is that failure does that thing where it takes over everything where two times where two rejections from a job makes you feel as though you're failing in everything where one bad grade makes you feel as though you're failing in everything um and I just want to remind you to try and separate one fallback one setback from all of the other steps forwards that you are taking because that's so so important to recognize that you are doing really well, that you are working for it, that you are doing the best that you can and that doing the best you can is the most that you can ever ask and that you should ever ask. And that also for every failure, there will be a success and that for every failure that does happen in your life, there's a million other successes that you are having. Celebrate those and try not to focus too much on your failures where and when you can. Another really important thing that I wanted to mention was interrogating where your feelings are coming from. Um, what things in life make you feel successful? What things in life make you feel unsuccessful? And where your pressure or stress or strain comes from to be anything, um, particularly in this case in regards to success. Um, I pulled my friends on this one as well. Um, I asked whether pressure that you feel um, to succeed is placed by you on either yourself or your environment. Um, 
The response to this was 16 votes for myself and 10 votes for my environment. I didn't have anyone elaborate whether this was environment as in friends, family, the university, society. Um, but I do think the majority vote for myself is really telling. If you are one of those people who is experiencing pressure to succeed from themselves, um, draw a line between the healthy pressure to push yourself and do well and the unhealthy pressure to force yourself and um, put too much strain on yourself and too much pressure on yourself and you know that where that comes from that you're not kind enough to yourself. Um, an advice that I would give which is something that I mentioned in the beginning of the segment is Talk to yourself the way that you would talk to a friend who's come to you who feels as though they're not doing well enough. Remind yourself of the kind of things that you say to your friends when they feel this. Um, you tell them that you love them, that they are valuable, that they are doing their best, that they are working really hard. You sit down and you point out all of the things that they've been really successful in recently and all of the things that they have achieved. And you try and reshift their focus to those things and remind them that it's not necessarily productive to dwell on the things that haven't been so successful. So do the same with yourself. Um, whether that really means writing down a list on a piece of paper um, of things that you have done really well on and looking at them and thinking, ah, you know, this is quite a substantial list. But you know, that can also mean go to a friend and talk to them about this. I wish that I was less afraid to speak on that I feel like I'm failing or when I feel like I'm failing because your friends will do a really good job of making you feel better about it um, and will relate um, and that most of the time does make you feel better too when you feel as though you're not alone. Um, my other big thing is reminding you to slow down. Um, you are probably, if you're listening to this, you're very young. You're already doing your best. You've already done a million things. You look at everything you've already reached. There is time to reach more. You have time to reach more. And you have time to slow down and relax and take it step by step. Um, you will get there. There is no need to excessively rush yourself, pressure yourself, push yourself. Please just love yourself. <laughs> and I'm... I have admitted it before and I'll admit it again. I am not great at this and I'm constantly trying harder at it. Um, and it's so important to keep trying. Your self-worth is not defined by how productive you are or how busy you are. Your self-worth is not defined by how successful you are. Um, it doesn't say anything about you if you fail one exam or if you don't get your driver's license on the first try or if you and a partner break up. Um, all of these things, of course, could say something about you. You might be a really bad driver and you might need to take a couple more lessons. Um, but most of the time, it just means you just have to try again and that there will be another day on which you will experience success. Remember also that the first times that you try something, you're quite unlikely to experience total success, that there will be setbacks, um, and that that's a very natural, normal part of trying something new or doing something different. 
so develop good and healthy um, coping mechanisms to deal with failure. Um, know how you react to that and know how to diffuse those emotions. Um, realize what you need when you feel like you failed, whether that means treating yourself to something or taking some time off of something. Um, get to know yourself in that kind of way because that's also really important to have a coping mechanism to something that probably will inevitably be a part of your life. I am going to leave this where it is um, and sign off. Thank you so much once again for tuning in. Thank you so much for the continued support from my friends and family. I love you all very much. Um, I'm very happy with how this is developing. It's a big challenge. Um, I feel like I'm experiencing a fair amount of failure in it, but also a good amount of success. Um, I'm so happy with my new theme tune. Um, slowly getting better at the editing things. Um, next step is to try and be able to... Um, um, what am I trying to say like phase in phase out songs um I've wow my brain really stopped working just then um so that was really a sign from the universe um but yes all that is to say is that I hope to keep developing in this um I'd love to hear your feedback at this point in in terms of what I've been doing what's working well what isn't working well um let me know if you have any thoughts. I'm hoping to start having people on soon. Um, so that will be very exciting. Um, I hope this, this has brought you something that you've learned a little bit, reflected a little bit. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. This was Press Pause on Fresh Air Radio.